Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast, FYI. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. It is 9.30 p.m. here on the 23rd of July. Thank you for joining me this evening. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Truckers Podcast, FYI. I hope everybody out there is enjoying your weekend and trying to stay cool. You know, not just here in North America, but other parts of the world where we're experiencing this heat wave, what we've been going through. Um, Stay cool as much as you can. And hopefully we get some reprieve with rain and uh, cooler temperatures coming into next week. Hopefully, you know, I'm not the weatherman. I don't know. So anyways, um, so this is a big weekend for, um, for the indigenous uh, communities um, across Canada um, with the uh, Pope Francis um, coming to Canada for a six-day stint. And, you know, he was invited um, back in the winter time when... Um, leaders of the indigenous uh, community and survivors of the residential schools um, went to the, uh, the Vatican to see and speak with the, uh, the Pope on the residential schools here in Canada. Now, some of you may know or may not know um, what the residential schools were about, or even maybe you don't even know when they when they began. You know, with our first prime minister, Sir A. Macdonald. A little history of the residential schools is where the government, Catholic Church, and other religious organizations back, you know, the mid 1800s. forcefully removed indigenous children from
from their homes and took them far, far away to these residential schools and the mistreatment, the physical and even sexual and mental abuse that these children endured. Being stripped of their culture, being stripped of their language. Children even try to run away, thinking that they're not far from their home. Only to be found and brought back. Some never made it. The families of these children never even know what happened to some of their children because it was never reported. With new scientific new scientific equipment that we have today, the ground penetrating radar that they can use to find anomalies, bodies, shallow graves on the properties where once these residential schools stood. Hundreds of bodies of children were discovered. So the Pope coming to Canada on this six-day stint to meet with uh, the indigenous uh, communities and leaders, going to these places where these schools once stood, You know, I, I, you know, to apologize to say the Catholic story, the, the Catholic Church is sorry. There's the people that want to hear two simple words: "I'm sorry." I hope this trip made by the Pope, you know, is. Um, something that is going to, you know, to give the indigenous people you know, some hope you know, to, I guess, just to you know, the survivors of the residential school system. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. Just talking a little bit about um, uh, about Pope Francis coming to Canada um, to meet with the uh, indigenous uh, community and leaders and survivors of of the residential school system that dates far back to the mid-1800s 
when the first Prime Minister of Canada, Sir A. Macdonald, was the pioneer of the residential school system. You know, reading about it, you know, um, you know, was, you know, it, it was, it was disturbing. You know, the first prime minister of Canada referring the indigenous people as savages. forcefully removing children from their communities, from their families, stripping of, of their heritage and their culture. Forcing them to speak English. I mean, they cut their hair. They put them in what they would call the white man's clothing. Physically, mentally, in some cases, sexually assaulting. You know, over this past year too, you know, um, with the, uh, uh, the equipment that the investigators have, um, the uh, machinery they have to go across the grounds of once where these residential schools stood, ground penetrating x-rays And finding, and finding bodies, human remains, on the grounds of once where these schools stood. See, when the indigenous people, the survivors would talk about this, and for decades they talked about this. This has been ongoing for, for many, many years. You know, growing up, you know, growing up, we, we never, we never learned anything about the residential school system. It wasn't taught in our classrooms. You know, the last residential school closed in 1996. How could that be possible? From the, from the mid-1800s and the last one to close in 1996. So Pope Francis 
will be here. Maybe he's not here already because, you know, tomorrow will be his first day to address. The indigenous people, their leaders, the communities. I mean, the role of the Catholic Church in the residential school system. You know, really being, you know, the front runner in the residential school system. People, the indigenous people of Canada, they want to hear two words from the Pope. And those two words are, I'm sorry. Apologize on behalf of the Catholic Church. Some people want him to even go further. Some feel that that's not enough. You know, the indigenous people were here before the white man. We should be the minorities. You know, in, in the minorities around the world, you know, um, whether whether you come from Asia, whether you come from the Middle East, whether you're Black African American, whatever cultures. Racism. They're always front and center. So I hope, you know, that this is, you know, this trip by Pope Francis, um, By apologizing, you know, and, and I hope that, you know, the indigenous people of Canada, you know, they can um, accept the apology and, you know, get some peace out of this. I really do. <clears throat> now, you know, earlier, earlier today, um, you know, the other, uh, the other day I had, well, actually the other day, uh, I did this, uh, episode on, um, 
one of the Freedom Convoy organizers was released on bail for that Karen Carnival that was going on in Ottawa back in um, January and February. So I was going through articles and um, on, on YouTube and um, found some interviews that, you know, he did with the news media. And he's, you know, so he, he, he's, he's sitting in front of this reporter, you know, he's got this ball cap on and, and then on the ball cap, um, uh, says, um, conspiracy theorist. Be whoever you want to be, but, um, So asking him questions, you know, about his, about his social media and uh, what he, what he talks about, you know, I mean, he claims that, you know, he's not racist. And in one of his videos, now, let me just back this up for a second, because back in January, February, I wanted to know who these people were, these organizers were. And, you know, Google searched them, you know. Um, so, of course, this individual comes up and I thought, okay, what's, you know, what's this guy all about? He's one of the organizers of this Karen Carnival. So I'm watching one of his videos and, you know, he, he's talking, you know, um, basically uh, when it comes to like other, you know, race or, or cultures in, in, in our country, you know, I don't know if he feels, you know, overwhelmed, overwhelmed that, you know, more people from the Middle East or, or uh, China or wherever people may be coming to uh, live and stay and work and play and, you know, here in Canada. So, in one of his videos, he says, well, you know what? He says, we might as well just change our name to, you know, Muhammad. Or, or you might as well take, take your change out of your pocket and drop it down the stairs and be ching, chang, ching, chong. Those were his words. And when he was asked about that by the reporter, you know, he tried, he tries to turn the table. He's a manipulator. Oh, that's, that's, that, that, that's the media. You know, that's the media taking, taking uh, snippets. And, you know, it's like saying, oh, they're just putting, they're putting words, they're putting words in my mouth.
And I'm, and I'm sitting here and, and, I, and I'm listening to this interview and, and I'm thinking to myself, I saw those videos on YouTube. Nobody manipulated those videos. Nobody took snippets from those videos and made it sound like what you said. He said what he said. I mean, how would you feel if you were Chinese and you watched that video? There's oh, we must have just dropped change down, uh, down, down the stairs, and and you know, call ourselves Ching Chang Chong. How would you feel about that? Or change your name to Ahmad. The people from the Middle East. How would you feel about it? How would you portray that? And then I watched this other video. And uh, there was an uh, there was going to be a anti-hate demonstration. And lo and behold. Patrick King and his boys show up harassing, intimidating, assaulting this anti-hate group. Patrick King, one of them, knocking one of these organizers of this anti-hate group to the ground and bitch slapping her. And he's not racist. Well, if he's not, then why would he show up? Why would him and his boys show up? And why would he say the things he says if he's not racist? And try to to manipulate the press And he is a uh, conspiracy theorist, you know, talking about the vaccines like so many conspiracy theorists out there did. And that it's poison and they're trying to, you know... Eliminate the white man. I don't know where he gets that idea from. Anyways, you know, I, you know, I, I have no idea. I'm watching these, I'm watching these, these videos of him, you know, just shaking my head. Try to twist and turn things, manipulating. You know, it's like, oh, no, you, you, you have to, you know, you have to watch the whole video, you know, oh, that's not in there and stuff like that. Matter of fact, it is in there. You see, ladies and gentlemen, with this Karen Carnival, 
the only the only thing that the, the, the few things that they accomplished one they accomplished being able to occupy a city harass and intimidate and insult anybody who were trying to pass through there wearing a mask. Egging on the protesters. They accomplished nothing else. They didn't get any of the mandates lifted. Whether it was mandated by the federal government or the provincial government. So they wanted all restrictions to be lifted across the country. Now, any any restrictions provincially federal government has nothing to do with. And any federal mandates has nothing to do with the province. The federal government cannot step on the toes of the provincial government and vice versa. The federal government and provincial governments had had timelines when they were going to lift any mandates restrictions and not because these organizers said so their demands you know this you know I mean, he has um, a whole list of uh, bail conditions. Right? And that includes ban on social media and to re- and to refrain from taking part in any activities related to the convoy he's forbidden to contact any other convoy organizers he is also expected to adhere to a curfew that starts at 10 p.m. until 6 a.m. You know, he spent five months in jail. But he claims what he said. He was manipulated by the media. 
Oh, that wasn't him at the time? That wasn't him in the video? That was words put in his mouth? See, one of the organizers already broke bail conditions. It didn't take her very long. Once she was granted and being able to come back to Ontario. Sorry, I missed you. She broke her bail conditions. By being with. An organizer of that Karen Carnival. She came to Toronto, Ontario to receive a Freedom Award. It didn't take her very long. And I, surprisingly, it won't probably take him very long. And how you doing today? Are you there? I am. Okay. I can, I can. Can, can you hear me? I've been told that my audio is bad. It's a little low, but I, I can hear you clearly. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry about that. It's the best I can do. No, that's okay. So what did you want to say? I don't know. I, I, I thought I was agreeing with you. Uh, you were you were more to the uh, shit. You know what? Now now I'm nervous. Tell me tell me tell me what, what you what you think. You're you're Canadian, and and what do you think about current Canadian politics? What do I think about Canadian politics? Are you not Canadian? Is yes, sir, I am. Okay, so tell me what you think. What do I think about Canadian politics? Well, I guess to, on, on, depending on uh, maybe, um, well, this is, there, there's something that, that um, um, oh, well, in the- yeah, yeah, hold, on, hold on, hold on, before you speak, I, I won't judge you, I really, I, like, I, I, I care. I, I have an opinion, but if you don't agree with my opinion, I'm not going to like lose my mind. What's your opinion? No, 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 no. I want to hear your opinion, but I want you to know that whatever your opinion is, I'm not going to lose my mind. I like, okay. I, I'm not going to freak out. I'm not going to call you any kind of name. Okay. Now, um, in, in the uh, Freedoms and Charters of Canada, yeah. there is a clause in there called the Notwithstanding Clause. Yes, yeah, 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 of course. Uh, right. So far, the Quebec government has used that um, when it comes to um, individuals who work in the public sector, um, uh, whether what. They cannot wear their religious clothing. You're an Ontarian. I, I'm an Ontarian. Yes, I am. I knew it. I knew it. And then we all, we I, all used we all used the non-standing clause. Yeah. So I mean, that's right across. That's right across the entire country. All ten provinces I, I, and three territories. I, I, I know. I know. I know. Yes. So what that what that does what the withstanding not the withstanding clause does if any premier 
across uh, the territories or, or the provinces. If there's something that's in the in the charters and freedoms that they want to change, they can use the notwithstanding clause. And they do. And they do. And I disagree with that. I also disagree. Right? It should not be there. So when so when the charters and freedoms were written in 1984 to replace to to replace the constitution, they wanted that in there so that like i say if there's something they want to change in the charter and freedoms they can use the notwithstanding clause you can't use the notwithstanding clause to revoke the notwithstanding clause no you can't no that that's why it's here yeah you can't no you no you, you can't you can't use it like that I know. right so not not only did the Quebec government use it, you know, on on uh, people who, um, you know, um, man, 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 like we we agree, the notwithstanding clause is bullshit. Forget about Quebec. Yeah. Forget about yeah. Quebec. I, I like, yeah. like I, I'm not I'm not French. You can probably tell by the way they speak. I'm not I'm not, I'm not a French person, but I like right. I, li- I like Quebec as, as yeah. the province of Canada. Yeah. I, I do. I like uh, French, French speaking Canadians. I don't give a fuck. It's fine. That's fine. I don't even care. Yeah. No, oh, absolutely. So we're on the same page. The notwithstanding clause allows any province to do anything that they want. Really. The notwithstanding clause is essentially the clause is like, okay, the federal government says things should be such and you can just do whatever you want. That, that's the non that's the non clause. It's ridiculous. Alberta mm-hmm. used it to ban uh, gay marriage. They did. They did. They literally did it. Mm-hmm. So, like, what the fuck? Why why can't we affect government in Canada to change the notwithstanding clause? Like, no one cares about it. No one talks about it. It never comes up. The notwithstanding clause is actually bullshit. It's like. Any okay, sure. You you have to obey the federal laws, but if you don't really care about them, fucking throw them away. Like it's. Uh, I'm sorry. I got I got really off track. I, I got really upset. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I hate it, man. It's so annoying and so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. I was asked. Um, uh, it was it was a while ago. Now I don't know. Are you from Ottawa? Was that a random guess, or are you just a I'm just I'm just asking because it was probably I'm thinking it was probably you back a while ago. I think it was probably back in February that you asked me what I thought about the notwithstanding clause. Uh, That might have been me. That might have been you. And I said, I haven't even looked at it, having like went back into the charters and freedoms and even to look and it was like that. And I actually did like a couple weeks ago. It just, it just come up to me and said, I remember somebody asking me about that. And, you know, just in case, you know, this individual comes back on my show again, 
and did bring it up and then, then i be then you know say hey do you know hey trucker did you you know did you get a chance to uh uh think about that that question about the was outstanding cause i don't want to sit here you know look like an idiot and thinking no i haven't even bothered looking at it you know because the funny thing is i do look at the charters and freedoms because if there's something in there that i want to talk about you know you know when it when, when we go back to january february with this karen carnival then you know, obviously, you know that I have gone through certain things of that charter. I, I, I don't obviously know that because I, I, I won't talk about it. I won't talk about it if, if, if I haven't even looked at it. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I go in, I Google it, download it and bring it up and look at it and say, OK, you know what is in here? Well, let's talk about, you know, let's talk about, you know, they talk about you know, uh, freedom of expression, freedom of speech. Um, you know, they talk about, you know, they talk about the, uh, to right to the right to assemble. And of course we, you know, freedom of opinion. And of course there's limitations on freedom of speech. Okay, and, and of course, when, when it comes to assemblies, hold on, hold on. What, what, what's, what's the point? What, what are you getting at? I don't even know if we have a conflict. Conflict of what? I don't know. We were just, we were just speaking. No, no, but the, yes, I know. But I'm just saying that if, if, you know, when, when I, you know, read an article, you know, uh, about the, these organizers and, you know, what they say, um, and then they, they try to use certain things out, out of, uh, out of the charter. And, and I'm thinking to myself, no. where the hell did they even get that from? The organizers aren't using anything out of the charter. Well, of course they have. They've they've they've, they've, they've gone through. They've gone through. They've gone try and go through. They even they even think that we have a first amendment. I'm exercising my first amendment. So, so, so they're not using the charter, are they? Because no, because they because they think they think that oh or they say oh I'm using the first amendment from from our constitution. We don't have a constitution. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're not using the charter because right. Because then, then to me, they don't know what the hell they're talking about. Because we don't have a First Amendment. Yeah, great. So what's the problem with that? They're they're making being being politically correct. No, they're making polite. Yeah, we don't. Who cares? They're they're being politically incorrect. They're making fallacious arguments. Well, they they absolutely they are. Yeah, so then we don't need to worry about it because we can counter with we're not using the American Constitution, we're using the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms, which is flawed, as flawed as the American Constitution is. However, it's not as flawed as the American Constitution is. We, we have our own problems, they have their own problems. We're of dealing, course. We, we're dealing with them separately. It's, it's, it's a thing. We we have problems as Canada. Canada is Canada isn't perfect. We have oh, of course we have a fuck ton of problems. The U.S. Yeah, they're fucked. They have a fuck ton of problems for themselves. Every country has their own, and outside of any, any every country is fucked. We're all people. We're all living in countries, and the countries are borders that are arbitrarily defined. And they are all arbitrarily defined by arbitrary governments. Some, some of them have dictatorships, which are bad. 
I I would say they're bad. Dictatorships are bad, but maybe maybe people living on dictatorships would say they're not bad. That's besides the point. There's a lot of different ways to govern countries. There's a lot of different ways to organize people. I would say that democracy is maybe one of the better ways to do it, and and capitalist democracy is the best way that we've come up with so far. It's not very good, it, uh, I mean, because we're flawed human beings and it has a lot of really bad problems. We should probably discover a better way to do it, but, you know, democracy and the, 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 you know, the profit margin and, like, having money, that really hurts. That really hurts how, how we can, you know, progress as a human species because having lots of money and being really good for your, your, your friends and your family that, that's a, that's a really good incentive. So so we we've kind of marginalized ourselves as a species because we we were like oh once we get really dis- successful instead of caring about the species you care about more about you and yours and that's not even that's not even a bad thing. Like I don't even I don't even hate the the really successful billionaires and shit. Like it's bad what they're doing. It's bad. Like being a billionaire is bad for everybody. It is. But I don't even I don't, I don't even like hate them for doing what they do because like I, I think if I had billions of dollars, I'd probably do what they're doing. The, the fact of the matter is, if you're really thinking about the human species, having billions of dollars, we should be investing in, like like expanding the, the human species. Like like you should you should be bottom up kind of economy. This is like economy 101. Like, it's crazy that these billionaires, who are billionaires, don't understand, like, economics 101. Like, the bot- it, it's always bottom-up. It's always bottom-up. It's crazy that these billionaires are so stupid. They're not- and they're not- and, and, and they're not- they're not They're not stupid, they're greedy. Once you get to that level, you're greedy. They're all being greedy. It's- oh, it blows my fucking mind that all these- Anyway, well, what, what? Anyway, 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 I want to clarify all of this by saying I'm a stupid idiot. I don't know anything, and everything I just said is probably ridiculous. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I mean, like, I mean, you're you're right. I mean, I mean, we all are flawed in some way or form because we are just human beings. That's who yeah. we are, yeah, you know. And we do stupid, sh- and we do stupid shit. That was the takeaway. Right. Yeah, that is the takeaway, you know, so, you know, it's like, um, (laughs) um, what do you what do you think about this this individual, one of the organizers receive receiving a freedom award? A freedom award. Yeah, a freedom award. I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, she was one of the organizers of the Karen Carnival there in Ottawa, and she came. She was she when she got when she got her bail, uh, she got permission from the courts that she could come to Ontario. And one of the reasons why she was coming to Ontario to go to Toronto to this big gala where she was going to receive this Freedom Award from this uh, organization. Um, what what or, what organization? Gave this or this individual some random award because I, I don't recognize the organization or the individual. Yeah, well, her name her name is Tamara Lich. 
Oh yeah, so she was the uh, she was the freedom. Uh, what what what? She, she yeah, she the, did a lot of the interviews. She was one of the big three. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. Yes. Yeah. So she she since has been uh, her bail has been revoked. She's back in Ottawa. She's back behind bars because she broke her bail conditions. Yeah, because yeah. one of the people that was at this big gala where she was receiving this, this freedom award was there and she was got to have contact with him and she, she was like arms and arms with him and talking to him and, <laughs> and there she is now she's back in Ottawa behind bars she, she doesn't give a shit man, man, jail, jail is such a joke you know why, why would she care oh, you're, oh we're gonna prison you for like 10 days and some community service charges like, like, the, the, the charge, like, it, it's crazy. The charges she's faced with, like, it seems like it's, oh, yeah, she, we're going to throw in jail and whatever. That's not how, that's not how the punitive system works. She, she's not faced with any serious charges. She's going to be out on bail for whatever, forever. As long as she does what she does, which is nonviolent, like, like, rousing people, it's fine. She'll always be released on bail. Always, constantly. Our punitive system does not does not hurt people that just speak. You know, like like she she's the figurehead of a, a bad revolution. That doesn't, yeah. that doesn't that doesn't matter because she's not actually doing any of it herself. So the court system doesn't do anything about it. Yeah. And, 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 here's the thing. The best thing the court system could do about it is hurt her financially. But they can't because none of the money that she's making is in her name. Well, they, well, they already did that because, you know, uh, that tried, first, that, that first million dollars that she received from, from uh, uh, the GoFundMe, that was, that was taken. That was frozen. That was taken by the banks. Great. Fantastic. That's probably all been returned to her. Our, our yeah, and then and, and the other monies were returned to people who donated to that Karen Carnival. It was all returned and doesn't matter. No, they didn't make a profit out of this, which they were hoping to do. The whole system is fucked. And and they're they're abusing it. And and it's you know what? I'm not I'm not, I don't think they're stupid. I, I they're smart. They know what they're doing. Like they're they're abusing the system to try and take it over. It's it's insane. And you know what? I think it's the product of the system that the, the system has developed this kind of this 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 kind of revolutionary system that the, the like it's it, 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 it in and of itself ridiculous. Like, like how how can we have a system where we we don't actually represent the people that we want to lead our country? None of us, none of us truly do, in our voting system. Not nobody really rep- like you cast your vote for the for the regional representative. Like it doesn't it doesn't work when the regions are separated in random fucking categories. Like you don't really represent your government. You never do. It's a lie. Like we we have we have a serious problem of representation in Canada, and we've talked about it. And when I voted for Justin Trudeau years ago, he said he was going to do something about that shit. That's the fucking reason I voted for him. And he didn't do it. 
I don't. Not I, yet, anyway. No, no, not yet. What the fuck are you talking about? It's been uh, not yet, anyway. He, he, he was two. He has had two governments to do a thing about it, and also in his first government, he said he wasn't going to do a fucking thing about it. So you shut the fuck about. Uh, shut the fuck up. I'm, I'm not. I'm not conservative. I'm not. I just Justin Trudeau is a son of a bitch. He sucks. <laughs> I, 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 as a liberal leader, as a liberal leader, he sucks the hardest dick. He, he's really bad. I don't know. I, I, I voted for him. I, I put him in. I put him in government. I would. I was one of the whatever your votes. I put that motherfucker in government. And do you think? I, do you think he's a protege of his father? No, no, he's nothing like. No, he's nothing like his father, like Pierre Trudeau. Well, also, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't live in the time. Pierre, Pierre Trudeau had to make some hard decisions. Uh, well, I was a kid. I, I was a kid when his father was prime minister of Canada. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't even think I was alive. <laughs> but, but his son, he was good in the first term. The second term. I don't fucking actually actually in his first term he was good, but he didn't do what he said he was going to do, which made me hate him immediately. He said, "Well, you know, I I think I, I, when it comes down to, no, well, no, let me no. let me let me say something here. Okay, okay, go ahead, go ahead. You know, so I mean, it's like it's like any politician out there that you know you're on your campaign, you're making the you know a hundred promises, you know." to get people's attentions, to get people to vote for you. You know, they they got their plate overflowing with all these promises. You know, it's more that they, they you know, their, 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 their eyes are bigger than their stomach. That's a nice You know, and, and, we, and, you, and you full well know going into this as a voter, you know that he or she can't keep all of these promises. I mean, there are certain ones in there that you expect them to to follow through with. Yeah. I'm right. Not, I'm not arguing with that. No, you know, and you know, and that's you know, that's you know, when it comes to the attorney general, you know, who is above the prime minister, is to see through certain things that that you know are really the most important agendas of what he promises to do that those, you know, say first 10 promises that he makes goes through and he goes through with them, but it takes years. It takes years, whether he's prime minister the next time or, or the next time after that, or it's like that to to go through everything that he promises, you're not going to get everything that you want. And that's come from any politician. You're not going to get what you want. You still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. I, so. I have a question. All right. So. We have this problem here in Canada where apparently every year things go back and forth. Right. What things? We, we have, well, I mean, not, not, not every year. That was a generalization. Every government, things go back and forth. Like, we have a liberal government, then we have it for nine 
years. Then we have a conservative government for nine years. Then we have a liberal government for five years. Then we have a conservative government for five years. Do you do you think there's value in in alternative government? Well, we have, well, I mean, look, I mean, here in Canada, I mean, we have the Liberal Party, we have the Conservative Party, we have the NDP Party, we have the Green Party, and then we have Independents. Yeah, I know that. I'm right? That. So, is there value? Like, I, I mean, would there be value in if we, if we only had the NDP and the Conservatives? You know, like the Republicans and the Democrats in the United States, you have two parties there. One, what, what do you, who do you choose? I know. It, it's either A or B every election, and 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 and, no, and the bullshit don't. that you get out of it. But we don't, we don't have A or B, do we? No, we got A, B, C, D, and F. Yeah, 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 but they're not, they're not equally privileged because. Of course, they're not. No, be, no. They all have their own agendas. I mean, the conservatives are still fighting amongst themselves. I'm, I'm talking about elections. Well, you know, well, yeah, I mean, I mean, you got you got lots to choose from. No, it's not. No, that's not the case. I've I've lived in I've lived in several different parts of Ontario, and each election area I have different like party. There's all there's always there's always NDP. There's always conservative, and there's always liberal. But there's also, yeah. there's also individual regional parties that have had the, that have, that have been on the ballot. So it's it's not it's not the fact that these people they're just like have to be there. We we have we have party options. Where in the United States they don't. Like, no. No no we like so so why why are we taking this dual party system in the United States thing so seriously? And applying it to our own our own way of being, it, it doesn't it doesn't need to be a, a gerrymandering system where oh yeah your your region gets this many votes your region gets that many votes oh here's popular vote here's here's the vote that make, makes it up in the end why isn't it the amount of Canadians that vote for the person being president? Because, well, we, we vote for that representative of that party, right? They have to have, you know, the party has to have, so obviously has to have so many seats in the House of Commons, either to have a minority government or a majority government. No, that's fine. That's fine by me. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, we can still have uh, regional representatives. Uh, that doesn't matter. The, the, the thing that matters is when it comes to representing a federal government, why, why don't we vote for the federal government? Why, why, why are we voting for, like, random MPs? Like, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Like, if well, because those MPs represent the area that you live in. I get that. But, but if, I, if the area that I live in is 1,000 people and my MP gets 300 votes and the rest of them split gets, like, the, the rest of them, and it, my MP still wins. Did I really win the vote? I don't think I did. The, the pop the popular vote doesn't work in that in that in that circumstance, which is why the popular vote doesn't make any sense in Canada. Oh yeah, you won the popular vote. You 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 won you won more than the actual number of people t- 
to represent your, your spot at the current cause, even if more people voted for other people in your current region. It doesn't make any sense. It, do, it doesn't work out, like, mathematically. It doesn't make any sense. Like, w like our voting system is broken. First past the post is bad. Like, I, I, and you know what? And you know what? I don't have a better, I don't have a better answer to it. I'm, I'm not, I'm not an intelligent person. I just, I'm just upset because this is, the way we vote is, is awful. And I, I've known it for a long time. And, like, how, how are we supposed to get a better government than Trudeau? I don't even like, I don't even like Trudeau. I'm not, I'm, like, I wouldn't even consider myself a liberal because the liberal is essentially the centrist party of, of Canada. They're, they're, they call themselves liberals, they're not, they're centrist. They're, 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 they're fucking, they're, they're, they're play, they're the playboy of, of political parties. They, they'll do whatever they fucking have to do to secure the vote. And they know they can, because they'll always beat the conservatives every time, if they can play their cards in. Well, you know what, you know, you're right in that aspect too, because I mean, if the conservatives right now don't get their shit together, they're not going to be in the running for the next election because they can't even organize themselves. No, they can't. And you know what? I don't, I don't want the conservatives to win, really. But if they won, at least that would fucking, like, like shoulder the, the liberals to move in the right direction. Like, I kind of want the conservatives to win. Like, it, it, it's insane. I, I, actually, you know what? I don't know how the liberals have, uh, liberals, conservatives haven't won because the liberal game has been so bad for so long in this country. Like, like the, the, the liberal game has been like, keep the status quo, do whatever you want, push these like woke agendas. Who gives a fuck? Like, what, what, what are they doing? They, like, it's like they have no idea what they're actually doing. So I, I, I don't, I don't. I don't agree with the conservative agenda at all, period. But I see them having an actual shot at winning, which is scary to me. I, I think I think the Liberals could win the next Canadian election if Trudeau doesn't step down, and I think he will. I think Trudeau will step down. But he no, he's gonna, he no, he's not going to step down. I mean, what do you think about uh, uh, Jagmeet Singh, the NDP leader, supporting the Liberal government? Well, because, you know, because with a minority government, all parties are to work together. And yeah. for somehow the okay. conservatives are, are, are bent are bent or they're not going to work with them. You, you answered your own question. What do I think about Jagmeet Singh supporting the liberal government? He has to. Right. Well, it's, it's in his best interest. Yeah. I mean, he's a smart man. Okay. So what's your issue? So I don't have an issue with it. I think I think it. I think it's absolutely great. Actually, when I first heard about it and read the article about it, I just started laughing. You know, because the conservatives are just so bent out of shape. There. You know, and and you know, and in the Green Party, and, and, and you know how decimated they are, and stuff like that. I was about to say right off the Green Party. I don't know what they're doing. You know, it's like, I mean, they're out in left field somewhere. I don't know what they're doing. They're still looking for the baseball. I don't know. But, you know, but, you know. They could have a game if they tried, but I don't really think they're trying. 
No, I don't, I don't, I don't really think so. I mean, you know, they're just doing what they do, but you know, with the NDP, you know, it's, uh, it's something that, you know, it's something that, uh, Jack Layton, you know, really believed in when, when he was, uh, I, I think, I think the leader of, of the NDP. Yes. Mus- yeah. Mus- Musley. Because of his mustache. Yes. Yes. Mus- yes. Yeah. He always believed that government should work together. He, he was that type of man. Yes. And I, you I, know, and, and he really strengthened that NDP party. And then when you have somebody like Jagmeet Singh come in there and they say, okay, you know what? I'm going to sit down with Trudeau and, you know, we're going to play this little game calling, you give me what I want and I will support you. If you do not, we will have another election. And no way in hell bent in shape do Canadians want to go back to the polls when we just were at the polls last year. So he's got his, the NDP leader's got his own agenda, and that's to build his party and to make it stronger. I don't, and he probably will in the next election win a lot more seats than he already has. You're, you're and right. really maybe give the Liberal government a run for their money. You're right, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that too. I want I want the NDP to shoot out the Liberals. If if we're gonna, if we're gonna have a Liberal versus Conservative government, I don't want a yeah. centrist party interfering. Mm-mm. Let let Canada speak. We, we Canada can't speak if there's a, a centrist bullshit party fucking around in the middle. No, that's right. And that's the Conservative, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. No. I, yeah. I, I'm I'm totally with you, man. The, the liberal, uh, I, I voted liberal a lot, but that's because I don't want the conservatives to win. But but if, if we're gonna have if we're gonna have a real like battle of Canadian politics, I'd rather I'd rather it versus real left versus real right. You know what I mean? Like like the the liberals the liberals are so fucking they're not they're not actually liberal they're they're centrist it's a centrist party. They don't give a fuck about either side. They just want to keep power. Well, I mean, every every party's going to try to do that. Every leader of that yeah, party yeah, is going to no, try no, to do that. I, I, I mean, I, that's their job to do that. Well, I know, I know, but like for real change, though, the the liberals don't change anything. The, the liberals, <laughs> how long how long have the liberals been in power? They haven't changed a fucking. Well, it's been what you know, uh, six years because we had an election in between. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. They legalized marijuana. I'll give Trudeau that. The legalization. Oh, he got the majority votes out of that one of all the potheads hey, out there. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, well, I mean, me, me, me included. I'm not even a pothead. I'm just like I passively smoke marijuana here and there. Yeah. I'm 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 glad weed is legal in Canada. That that needed to happen. That, that needed to happen, yeah. And, and, and I don't think a conservative government could have done that. So no, so no, fine. so fine. I, I'm really happy that happened. And you know what? I'm just really pissed that he said when he was elected he was going to reform weed, like 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 the weed thing, and also reform uh, voting, and and. When he was confronted, when he didn't do that, he was like, "Oh, it was just too hard. We couldn't figure it out." 
That's bullshit. <laughs> That's bullshit. His fucking his fucking his fucking goons were like, yeah, if if we were foreign government, liberals would never win again. <laughs> that's why. That's why he said no. It 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 sucks. It sucks ass, man. Like like I I believed in Trudeau, man, and he he fucked me over. I don't get I don't give two fucking wipes in my ass over that guy. Well, you know, um, when I first was um, legal to to vote, um, that's uh, when uh, Brian Maroney was running for prime minister of Canada. And I think, uh, uh, I don't know, Chrétien might've been in there, you know, whatever and, and stuff like that. Of course, you know, Brian, you know, I, I voted, you know, first time ever, you know, okay, you know, Brian Maroney, okay, whatever. And then, you know, the next federal election, I'm thinking, fuck, this guy didn't fucking do nothing, you know, but I voted again. You know, I kept voting conservatives, and the liberals got in. I think that as, at the time, Kretchen got in there. He did. And and then you know, um, when it came to the trucking industry, um, you know, we you know when uh, to for uh, meal meal claims, um, he knocked it down from eighty percent down to fifty percent, and that just pissed off the trucking industry. You know, and then Stephen Harper, you know, I think, I think, what did, what did Chrétien go, um, 14 years almost? Somewhere along that, he was, he was long running prime minister and then, and then Stephen Harper came in and Stephen Harper says, well, you know what, you know, he says, you know, the, the trucking industry, you know, they've taken a big hit, you know, when it comes to the drivers, when it comes to their, their meal claims and stuff like that, he says, I'm going to put it back up to 80%. And, you know, it's going to be 60% next year. It's going to be, you know, 75% the year after that and then back up to 80%. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to vote conservative. And then I went right back to, and then after Stephen Harper, it was like that, I go back to voting liberal. Justin Trudeau. Why, Why did you switch? You know, well, because after, you know, with Stephen Harper and stuff, I, I could, I could see, I could see the conservative party fucking falling to pieces. Well, I, I'm not anti-conservative. I vote, I vote based on like, it sounds cliche, but based on how I feel that the parties are going to actually operate and the conservatives when my my first my first real uh, vote ever, I, I turned eighteen. I had my first real vote. I voted against Stephen Harper because he had he had ordered the purchase of new jets, new fighter jets from Russia for Canada. And, and and I I I was like no why why would we buy new fighter jets from Russia that's that's dumb. We should just be making our own, building our own. Yeah. Well, why are we well, buying well, second? Why are we buying second or third hand? You know, military uh, aircrafts, anyways. That, yeah, 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 yeah. That agreed. But also, why wouldn't we buy them from our allies? 
I would rather secondhand jets from our allies. Out of yeah, yeah, from 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 the from uh, from Britain or the uh, United States. Yeah, it was it was it was bad. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's been, I mean, over over the over the decades and stuff like that with with leaders and stuff like that. They they've done, you know, stuff that we're thinking, what the hell are you spending this money on? You know, we got bigger issues than well, than it's all than buying than buying a fucking aircraft. Yeah. You know, when you know, you know, even right now we're 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 dealing with the high cost of inflation. And we're dealing with poverty. We're dealing with the with with um, um, affordable rents, and you know all kinds of stuff. You know, and it's like you know we need to get on this. You know, not not wait another four years for someone else to come in and say, "Oh yeah, you know, yeah, we 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 need to deal with this and stuff like that." We should have been dealing with this shit decades ago. You know, and, and uh, have a, fo- a more affordable housing, have a more affordable rent that people can can afford to have a roof over their head and not have to worry about turning the fucking, keeping the lights on and putting food on the table for their children. Still there? Did you go away? Maybe he went to grab a beer. Can you hear me? Oh, are you still there? Did you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. So, you know, whether it's federal government, I mean they I mean the the federal government has to transfer monies to the provinces. Even when, you know, you know, right now, I mean, our our healthcare, you know, even before the pandemic was going downhill, and and, and with the p- pandemic and going through this, you know, two and a half years, going on three years, you know, um, e- uh, emergency room waits, um, e- what comes to our paramedics, um, they're being held up in the emergency uh, emergency departments. Rural areas with smaller hospitals, you know, are closing their emergency departments at certain times because they don't have the staff. Yep. This should not be ha- happening in our health care that we have here in Canada. This should not be going on. No. You know, we should not be having hallway health care. They should be encouraging healthcare routes and education. You know, and, and you know, I was up at the hospital the other day because my dad's in the hospital, and I was talking to you know uh, one of the nurses there, and it was Friday and yesterday, so you know they have a skeleton crew on on a Friday because they don't have the staff. And I'm standing there thinking to myself, this is just bullshit. You know, it's not the nurse's fault. It's not the, do- the doctor's fault. So they're doing everything that they can possibly do. 
But this universal health care that we have in Canada, you know, everybody, you know, in, in different countries think, oh, Canada has free health care. They have a great health care system stuff like that. Come over here and live for a while. Find out what it's really like because it's not very good. Well, not at this point in time. You're right. You're right. You're wrong. You got to remember the people who don't have any access to health care. Well, there, I mean, everybody here in Canada has access to health care. They do. Right? So and not like the United States where you have to buy your health care. You know, they do have hospitals like the Detroit General Hospital. They'll yeah. take anybody and, and help them and stuff like that. But there are hospitals that they're, they're not going to help you. They'll turn you away in the United States. And you're going to pay out your ass if you don't have health care. And you're not going to go to the doctors because you have to pay. Because you can't afford the health care. You know, it, 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 you know, the United States, I mean, um, for, for the size of the, the population of the United States, they, they could start a universal health care, but the government doesn't want to do that. Yeah. You know, the insurance companies want to reap all these benefits, reap all the money in from people. And then not only that, they'll turn around and say, well, you've got underlying conditions. We can't help you with what your problem is because all this crap. You're preaching to the choir. I'm Canadian. I know, but I'm just saying, you know, people are looking at Canada saying we have a great health care system. You know, we we can say we do and we don't. We don't. You're right. Right? We don't. Yeah. And it's not free, by the way. Well, it's free. It's free in a sense, but we do pay our taxes, and that's what pay, our tax dollars are for. We pay for it. We don't. We don't. It's not free. You're right. Right. It's not we, free. We fucking pay for our healthcare. Yes, we do. And and it's not good enough. And and it, no, it's not good enough for the for the for the dollars that we no. fork out of our paychecks no. every goddamn no. week. Our, our healthcare, our healthcare is is not comprehensive enough. We don't get. No, it's enough. not. We don't get no, it's not. We don't get no, and dental should be included in it. Yeah, and eye care. It should be included as well. Yes. We, we pay for it. Why don't we get the most out of it? That's right. Our no, because the optometrists don't want to be, no. you know, be on a pay scale, you know, being governed by the government like the doctors are. No. Well, I mean, it's not the optometrists. It's the, it's the it's like we, when... when Universal healthcare was developed. It was like, oh yeah, just essential needs. That, that's not that's not the way society is moving. We we need well, to, we need to provide healthcare in, in ubiquitously. Like it has to be across all fields. Like any any specific problem that you have, you go you go to the hospital. The hospital fixes it if they can for free. That has to be the way that our government works. It has to be. We, we, yeah. pay, we pay the tax for it. I don't care who goes to the hospital. I'll pay the tax. They go get their shit fixed for free. That, that, right. is, the way, that is the way society should run. Yes. I'll pay, I'll pay the fucking tax. I don't care. That's right. See, back in the day, like for, here in Ontario... Uh, the Ontario Hospital um, Insurance Plan called OHIP. You know, back in the day when I was a little kid. OHIP um, is still going on. Yeah, it is still going on. But back in the day when I was a little kid, cosmetic surgery was covered by OHIP. 
cosmetic, really? Yes, it was. Um, I, I had, um, um, I had my ears pinned back because I had big ears when I was a little kid and my mother went to the doctors and she said, you know, I'm just sick and tired of kids teasing my son because he's got big ears and his brothers and everybody, you know, prayed me around like Dumbo the elephant. And, you know, the doctor says, well, we can fix that. We can do you know, my mom says, well, I don't have money for that. I, he goes, no, OHIP will cover it. Now, if people who had, would have cosmetic surgery on their ears, have their ears pinned back, they'll have to pay for it. I mean, that's, that, that, that's not really exactly the same situation. I don't think you should have had your ears pinned back. I had to. Yeah, I, no, I really, ha- I really had to as a kid. I mean, imagine, you know, you know, kids today. And, you know, I mean, you know, kids being teased because of the way they look. You know, kids being teased because they wear braces, or kids being teased back in the day because they wore glasses. Being, you know, being called tinsel teeth or four eyes, or whatever like that. And kids in the neighborhood calling me Dumble the elephant, and, yeah, so and, and you're, you're you know, it plays. It, it, it hurts. Right. So my mother, so my mother, of course, a mother is a mother. She's going <laughs> to take care of her kid, you know? And yeah. so, you know, but now if someone, you know, were to, uh, you know, have their, their, their ears pinned back, it, they'd have to pay out of pocket because it's no longer covered. No, no. I mean, our healthcare system, our, our OHIP plan here in Ontario has been hack and slashed. You, you had your ears pinned back on, on the back of the government? Yeah, it was no, it was it, it's surgery. I had surgery, so they had to cut behind the ear and and and, and cut out and, and take like skin and everything else like that, so the ears will go back, you know, beside your head and not stick out. My ears stick out, dude. What what, what was wrong with your ears? My my, they, my my ears my ears stuck out like fucking like seagull. Like, oh yeah, you there. You you could you could you you could put like a a, a a a three inches behind my ears. I, I got I got I, I'm right now. I got I got about two and a half. Yeah. So yeah, mine were like yeah. It, it was like it was it it was like when I was, it was like when I was born. They pulled me out by my ears. I'm sure people on the show here are probably just laughing their asses off. But no, no. <laughs> that was just about that was just about what it was, you know, they, they, what they, it was they, like. It's not. It's not funny. No, it's not funny. I, I'm. I'm just. I'm just really surprised that that was like an actual issue. Like, I'm really. I'm, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I was. I was alive back then, so I'm really. I'm really upset that people are making fun of you for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they did. You know, I mean, kids being kids and brothers being brothers, and I mean, you know, I mean, stuff kids, like that. Kids being kids was a thing, but I, I had I had half an inch lesser of, of ear leg room than you, and I didn't get made fun of for my ears. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so so back in the day, it must have been much worse. Like any any slight difference. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, really, I mean, my 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 brothers would would put me in the wagon and pray me, pray me around the neighborhood and. You know, and you know, kids would run and, and ask their money, their their mother for money to come and see me. 
like a freak show. You know, yeah, you know, this. <laughs> no, no, no I, I, I didn't mean that as a funny thing. <laughs> no, but, you know, so yeah, I mean, so when it came to, you know, to that, I mean, he didn't have to pay for that sort of stuff, you know, and, and you know, the, the old hip here in Ontario would cover, you know, stuff like that. And, and like I said, it, it used to cover um, eye exams and, and, and things like that. And we don't, they, you know, every, every health minister here in Ontario that has come through, every government has come through Ontario, they have just hacked and slashed the OHIP program. Yep, every single one. Every single one of them. And it, it, it shouldn't be happening. Nope. To, 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 for, for universal health care, whether, you know, the, the, the money transfers come from, from the federal government into the provinces, and so they have all this money from our tax dollars. I shouldn't have to sit in the emergency room or I have to lay on a gurney and have hallway health care. Here's the thing about the universal health care system. It's not universal. And also, they don't fucking have the uh, actual system to maintain the people that they need to maintain it. And we well, no. That, and we, 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 we found that out during the, the pandemic. Our well, of course, our, that's you, our, our well. Yeah, that's when you start to see all the holes come through. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Our government has no idea how to maintain the their their anything. I'm a baby boomer, so imagine the population of the baby boomers coming up, and our healthcare system is in disarray the way it is. Well, I'm a baby boomer. Like, I'm 60. You're 60? Yes. Oh, shit. You don't sound 60. <laughs> I'm 60. Well, I hope that sounds like a compliment, because I don't think... You don't sound 60. Then I don't look 60. No, I wouldn't know that, but good for you. No, I can't see me, but no. I don't even, I don't even look 60. I look like I'm in my early 50s. I'll be honest with you. I'm 27. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, if, if things keep going the way we're going and we don't straighten this out. Shit's fucked. Well, I mean, it's fucked either way. I don't, I don't know, man. I, I, I kind of I think, if I'm being real with you, I kind of think the earth is kind of like, like I, think, I think we're done. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Like, like we, we've, we've done a lot of damage to the planet. I don't know. Now we have. I, I don't know how you stand on the climate change thing, but I, I, I stand on the side that we've really done some really bad damage to the planet, and I don't, I don't really know like what the next ten years look like, uh, and I'm kind of scared. It's serious. Yeah. You know. You know, I mean, people, you know, you know, the scientists, you know, and stuff like that. I mean, they're, they're, sound, they're, they're sounding the, the bells and, um, I don't know, man. I mean, are we spending enough money? Are we doing enough here in Canada, um, to start changing or, you know, I mean, is it, is it 20, what do they say by 2050 or something like that? They want to have so many submit, uh, uh, of the carbon 
gone and, and stuff like that. I mean, I, I honestly feel my honest opinion right now, we're doomed. I agree. They, they'll never be able to build enough electric cars in time to save our sorry asses. It's not about the electric cars. You know that. No, it's not about that neither. But it's about the, about the, the carbon footprint that we uh, that we are that we have and that we are going to leave and the damage that it is done and the damage that it's going to do like i'm a regular person i work a regular job yeah i I have no effect on what happens no and 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 i'm i'm just i'm just so upset that we we couldn't we couldn't prevent our fate because I'm, I'm convinced that we're doomed. Yeah. We're the, the, the planet is, in, the planet is in big trouble. No, no, the planet is fine. The planet no, I mean, you planet. can't keep taking, no, no, you can't no, keep no. taking from it. It's not going to keep giving. But you, 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 you haven't, you haven't heard this, this perspective before. The planet is fine. The, once, once all, the, once the, we're all fucking dead, all the humans, whatever. Earth will still be here. It will probably recover, and there there might still be some microorganisms that recover after we're gone. Well, it's it's the next dinosaur thing, possibly. You know what I mean? Like we. I don't think we'll become. I don't think we'll come. We'll, we'll become uh, distinct. You know, but I mean, just the harm, the harmful effects that you know that it is doing to you, you don't, to you the don't, planet. I mean, we can't, we can't be, I mean, I mean, look, I mean, even here in Ontario, even across Canada, United States and across Europe and stuff like that, you know, experiencing 40 Celsius degree temperatures, Yeah. you know, for a prolonged period of time. I mean, yeah, it comes and goes, it comes and goes, but we can't, we we can't go up another degree. We can't go up another two degrees. I mean, that's just not going to be feasible. So then why are you disagreeing with me? I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm saying, you know, when it comes to, when it comes to the, to, to never mind the, the, the human beings are the ones who are doing the damage. Yes. Right. We have damaged this planet. No, we have not. The planet. Yes, we have. No, we have not. The planet doesn't give a shit that we're here. We, 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 no, 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 no. Here's what we have damaged. We have damaged the species and the plantation that exists with us. The, the planet itself don't give a shit the fact that we're here. It's gone through several extinction events. No problem. We're just amongst those. The, it, it, it doesn't matter what we've done to the planet. The planet doesn't give a shit about us. We have to, we, like, I don't, I don't know why people have these hierarchy oh yeah we're, we're, we're the governors of the planet but we're not we're not the planet is the governor of us they don't give a fuck the planet doesn't give a fuck what happens on it it's a rock floating through space I, we, 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 we should be worried as humans what happens to us on this rock that we happen to be born on but we don't apparently we, we care more about money which doesn't mean anything because we invented it. It is insane. It blows my mind every day that we care about these bullshit things when we, in fact, encounter every day 
an event more horrendous than anything we could imagine, which is the extinction of humanity, which is more likely than not in the next hundred years. What do you think? What 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 what, what do you think about? Um, well, first of all, I mean, um, not all forest fires are the common thing that happens, you know, from lightning storms and stuff like that, because it's dry and, and stuff like that. But also, you know, people who light fires and on purpose and, and shit like that. But we have fires burning, you know, all over the world. I mean, some of it is probably natural occurrences and it has probably happened for thousands of years. You know, and in some way and form, how the forest is replenishes itself, and, and then it gets better. Then it all happens over and over again. But what about what about our oceans that we are just so badly polluting with 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 freaking garbage? If we if we lose if we lose our oceans, we lose the planet. We've already lost the planet. So what, what's the point about the ocean? Well, the ocean is, is, is really, you know, a, plays a big, a huge part in our survival. True. But we've already lost it. So. Right. And that, you know, the ocean not just sits there. It doesn't just have, you know, you know, fish and, and other sea creatures and, and stuff like that, you know, with our, um, with our, 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 our currents, you know, um, and everything that, you know, uh, with, with, with our moon that directs our currents, directs, uh, the winds, du- directs the rains through the oceans. Okay. And if we, if the oceans become a dead sea, what do we have? We have nothing. You lose. You, you lose the planet. If the moons create a dead sea, you lose the planet. Well, the moon is, is what directs the currents. Can Can I ask you a question? Yeah. How does the moon direct the currents? You know, when when you have the the rising and the lowering of the oceans. You know, we get our warmth from the south. And only way that we get the warmth from the cells is from the oceans. The oceans brings up the warmth from the south. Why is it from the south? I don't know. I didn't I didn't create this place. But it comes it comes from the south. We don't get western. We we get our currents like our our our, our systems comes from the west. that brings the snow, or the north and the northwest that brings the snow. But for the warm climates to come up here is pushed through the oceans from the south. How do you have the knowledge? Well, I do read, and I can read. I never I never said you couldn't read. I'm Right. And the ocean currents, that's how, that's how it moves. Okay. That's how we have, that's how we have summers. So if you can read, what did you read to tell you that you had the knowledge to describe? Well, I mean, because you, because you, if you look at, you know, because one day you sit down thinking, Hey, 
how, how do we get the warmth here? Where does it come? Because we have the equator and anything south of the equator is warm. And the only way to, to, to bring that, it has to come north. So how does it come north? What, what brings it here? The ocean currents bring it here. Well, it just just means that you know when when uh, things get really hot, you know. I mean, this isn't the first time we've had hot summers. This isn't the first time we had record-breaking temperatures. Yes, we've broken records. You know, I mean, I've gone back and you know, in 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 the nineteen thirties, you know, we had hot temperatures like this, and then it cooled, and then it didn't seem to be like that. When I was a kid, I mean, we had hot muggy nights. We had hot muggy days. You know, but they didn't last as long as they do now. Hey. I mean, here in Ontario, it's been seven days. It's been hot as shit. I mean, it has been hot as shit. For seven days. Yeah, that's... Dude, dude, it's been hot as fuck. Yeah, I know, man. It's like, wow, man, this is like crazy. You know, so... I mean, there is some, there is climate change going on, there is, of course. you know, and, and humans are creating it and then we've got to fix it somehow. And I don't know, I don't even think they know how to fix it. I don't think governments uh, know how to fix it. No. Scientists are telling them and they need to, to listen. And then, you know, and, and we need to stop with this con- the, the conspiracy theories, fucking bullshit about climate change and all that crap, because those people are just fucking idiots. You know, so whatever. I mean, you know, I, I mean, being media illiterate must be pretty difficult. I don't know. Yo, so you, you sound like a fucking idiot, and, I, and, I, and I'm a fucking idiot too. <laughs> Maybe we all are. I don't know. <laughs> right? Yeah, it could be. Yeah, but anyway. Sound pretty fucking stupid. I, I I know I'm a fucking idiot, so <laughs> we're, we're probably we're probably on the same page. Yeah, we're probably on the same page. I'm sure our listeners here are thinking, "What the hell, man, trucker? What the hell are you talking about?" I, mean, I, I, you know? I don't know your followers, but I, I hope I hope they get my my drift. Well, I don't know. There's something like four thousand of them. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that that's. 4,000 people that have never heard my voice before. I hope you don't get offended. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, crazy. Anyways, it was great talking to you. It was nice you came out here and stuff like that. It's been, you know, most of the winter and spring and summer. But, yeah, it was nice for you to come out here and and, uh, come on the show and Always welcome. You're always welcome here to call in and, and shoot the shit. And... Hey, you know, Trucker, you know what? I, I, I really enjoyed being on your show. And I appreciate that. Please, please, if you'd welcome me on again, I, I, I would love it. I, I, Absolutely. I, I, You're I, welcome. No, honestly and truly, a really good time on your show. 
Yeah, I appreciate that. I had a good time having you on here, and you're always welcome to come on the show. You're always welcome to call in, just like my listeners on the program here tonight, stuff like that. You know, listening in, I appreciate you being here, but you were also, you know, you want to call in and say, uh, you know, what the hell, trucker? I mean, go right ahead. You know, always welcome to call in. You know, you don't have to be nervous. You don't have to be shy. People can't see you anyways. It's not like you're sitting in front of a in front of a crowd. Don't you be know? nervous. Don't be shy. That's right. You know, you have an opinion. I'll take your opinion. He does. He, he took. He took mine. We we argued about it for a really long time. Sure. Always. <laughs> <laughs> We're Canadian, eh? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. That, that's against. That's against your argument. We, 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 shouldn't, <laughs> we shouldn't be opposed. Okay. I, I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm done. I'm done. All right, buddy. Peace. All right. Have a good night, everybody. Take care and thank you for joining me this evening and uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. And we got tomorrow left and then beginning of the week, man, I have next Friday actually will be my last day of work for two weeks. I will be on vacation starting the 30th of july so i have the rest of this week to do shows and i have friday night the 29th to do a show which i planned on on doing i just wasn't you know disappear for two weeks and uh saying what the hell you know where's the truckers podcast so I will be at the end of the next week, I will be doing a show on the Friday night and then I will be on vacation for two weeks. So, but anyways, uh, when we get to that, that date and it'll be mentioned again, obviously, and you're welcome to come back and listen to the Trucker Podcast and uh, enjoy the rest of your evening. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy your work week if you don't hear me for Friday, you know, it all depends what pops up. It all depends what pops up in my mind or if I'm looking at a start, I'm thinking, you know, this is really important to talk about. It's interesting to talk about, you know, I'll come on through the week. Um, so anyways, I appreciate your time here. I appreciate you sticking with the show for the duration of the entire show. And um, take care, everybody. And um, have a good evening. This is the Truckers Podcast, FYI. I am your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. Take care, everybody.